Hello and welcome to our Celts Language Weeks podcast. In this second episode, I'm going to talk about transport, both in Edinburgh and around Scotland. How will you and your group of students get around whilst you're here? What types of transport are available? Which transport is cheapest? Which transport is easiest? Which method of transport is best for you and your group? And of course, we'll let you know how we can help you. Improve your students' English with Celts from coolscot-tours.com Listen, learn about bringing your school groups to Scotland on a language week and discover Scotland's warmth with your host, David McCarthy. So let's begin by talking about the types of transport available in Scotland. And as you might expect, there are all the usual ones. Buses, taxis, trains, coaches, walking, of course, and then specific to Glasgow, the underground subway. So we'll start by talking about the options available in Edinburgh. And then we'll move on to the options for travelling further afield in Scotland. So let's start by talking about the buses in Edinburgh. These are the cheapest and easiest modes of transport within Edinburgh. There is a large network of buses and a very good frequency. On the main routes, most days of the week, you'll find there's a bus one every 10 minutes. This, therefore, is the obvious choice for students, particularly as most students will stay in host families, and most host families are situated away from the city centre. It will not be walking distance from a host family to the city centre, and your students will need to travel in. Typically, most host families are situated somewhere between 15 minutes and a half an hour bus journey at normal times of the day from the city centre. Of course, at peak times or rush hour, these journeys may take a little longer. Within Edinburgh, you will see many different bus companies. Uh, The two that run routes in and around Edinburgh are known as Lothian Buses and Stagecoach. You might also see Megabus and CityLink, but these tend to run services that come from outside of Edinburgh into the centre of Edinburgh and vice versa. So let's talk about Lothian buses. As far as tickets are concerned, you can buy tickets for a single journey. You can buy a day ticket valid from six o'clock in the morning till midnight for as many journeys as you want, or you can buy a weekly pass, and for adults, this is known as a rider card. So what can you buy and where? Well, you can buy a single journey ticket or a day ticket on the bus itself. If you want to buy a day ticket elsewhere, you can get this from a Lothian travel shop recently rebranded and known as a travel hub. If you get a day ticket from 
the Lothian Travel Hub, it will come in the form of a scratch card. You just have to scratch off the year, the month and the date and then keep the card in your possession all day. A weekly pass known as a rider card will have to be obtained from Lothian Buses Direct. There is also an option to use a mobile app. This app is known as Transport for Edinburgh and you can purchase M tickets. These are typically day tickets and you can purchase them direct on the app. The final option is we can actually help you to get a selection of day tickets for your students. We purchase them as scratch cards. We make all the arrangements, we collect them, and then we deliver them to you on your arrival day. So let's explore the advantages and disadvantages uh, of each type of ticket. Well, if you purchase a single journey ticket direct on the bus uh, at today's prices, and this is May 2021, a single journey will cost you £1.80. A day ticket will cost you £4.50. If you buy them on the bus, you have two payment choices. You pay in cash or you can use a contactless card. Now, if you choose to pay in cash, the one problem that you will have is the bus driver insists you have the exact money available. A bus driver will not give you change. So let's imagine that you and your students have arrived from your home country. Uh, you've travelled to the host families in taxis, which we have arranged and paid for. And then on the first morning, your students wish to travel in on the bus to their Celts language lessons. They get on the bus. A single journey would be £1.80. A day ticket would cost them £4.50. But back at home in your own country, they've already got their cash in advance and the smallest note they have is a £10 note. If they hand that to the bus driver, the bus driver will say, thanks very much, you know your single journey ticket only costs £1.80 and he will not give your student the change. This is the difficulty of paying cash on the bus. You could, of course, use a contactless card. However, once you get back home, you will find that your bank has applied an exchange rate to convert pounds sterling into your local currency and quite possibly added on an additional foreign currency transaction charge. So it is likely that using a contactless card on the bus will not be the cheapest method for you and your students. You could, of course, uh, use day ticket scratch cards. You will need one scratch card per day. And as I've mentioned already, you can get these from the travel shop or travel hub, or we can supply them to you direct. This tends to be the most widely used method. All your students have to do is make sure they keep the scratch cards safe. If they lose it, 
then it's like cash and they've lost the money. Many teachers, when researching a trip to Edinburgh, look on the Lothian Buses website and discover the weekly pass known as a rider card. Because this is the cheapest, it advertises five day tickets for a cost of £20. Most teachers initially are interested in this option. If you examine the terms and conditions of a rider card, however, you will see that it is only available for students who attend school full-time in Edinburgh. Nonetheless, here at Celts, we have managed to negotiate with Lothian Buses and we can help you to obtain rider cards for your students if this is of interest. We must point out that there are a few conditions associated with this. So let me explain. First of all, you as the lead teacher must deal with Lothian Buses direct. We cannot do this for you. You must provide them with a group name list. You must provide them with an address for the group whilst in Edinburgh. And you must provide Lothian Buses with each person's name, date of birth, and a passport style photo. All of this information has to be emailed in advance direct to Lothian Buses. They will require you to pay in advance by credit or debit card. This means, of course, that you will have to collect the money off your students and pay for it yourself. It also means you will have an exchange rate applied to your card and potentially a currency transaction charge from your bank. Lothian Buses will not post these out to you in advance. Instead, you must collect them on arrival in Scotland. They can be collected direct from a Lothian Buses kiosk at Edinburgh Airport or from one of the three main Lothian travel hubs within Edinburgh. There is one situated in on Waverley Bridge, there is another one in Hanover Street and a third one at Shandwick Place. Be aware that there will be one or two issues surrounding GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulations. You will be sending personal information relating to your students to Lothian Buses and as such they become the data controller. In our experience, Many teachers do not want to pay for a group's bus passes themselves and they do not want to deal with the admin. Although it is possible to arrange rider cards in person at a travel hub on arrival in Edinburgh, this is not generally recommended as it would take at least five minutes per person to process a rider card. If you have a group of 25 you will be in the travel hub for at least two hours whilst they sort this out, and the chances are the staff won't be desperately impressed. Earlier I mentioned that Lothian Buses have an app for your phone. This app is known as Transport for Edinburgh. It is possible to buy tickets, known as M-tickets, through the app, and this is in fact your cheapest way of purchasing five days worth of tickets, as that currently costs £20. However, there are some disadvantages of using this, and I'll try to explain these. 
The first is that if you are using your credit or debit card from your country, then of course your bank is going to apply an exchange rate and possibly a foreign currency exchange charge to every transaction. The second thing is it is only possible to buy the M tickets when you are in Edinburgh. You cannot do this in advance when you're in your own country. Some parents wanted to do this for their children and found it was not possible. The app only works when you are in the UK. Of course, you will need a smartphone and a data contract to be able to use it. The M ticket needs to be activated on the day it will be used. If you try and activate an M ticket one or two days in advance and you are successful, the M ticket can only be used on the day it is activated. So if you try and do it in advance, you can waste a day or more's money. The app is brilliant for using the buses to travel in and around Edinburgh. However, if you wish to buy the cheaper M tickets, you can only do this when in the UK and your students would need to think about this in advance. What do most teachers do armed with this information? The short answer is they use our services here at Kelts and we pre-purchase day ticket scratch cards for both the teachers and the students. To do this, we have to travel specially to Edinburgh to pre-purchase the scratch cards. We have to pay for them in advance and we have to buy in relatively large quantities. We cannot buy the exact number that your group requires. So we always end up having to buy more than needed. Of course, we add an extra charge onto the price to cover our time and costs for this service. However, the advantages are that we take all the hassle out of the ticket purchase, we save you time, and we meet you and your group on your arrival day and hand over the tickets direct to you. Finally, with respect to buses, a couple of important points. We are often asked by teachers, how do you stop a bus in Britain? The answer is, when you see your bus coming, you put your hand or your arm out in the road as though to stop it. The bus will then pull in and you can jump on. If you do not put your hand or arm out, it would be quite common for a bus driver just to drive straight past the stop without stopping. The second thing that we need to mention is many people coming from other countries are not used to queuing, at least not in the way that we do it in Britain. In Britain, we queue in a line and we very politely and patiently allow people in front of us to get on one at a time before we get on. It's the same when getting off a bus. Unfortunately, a number of students from other countries who are not used to this in their culture will sometimes jump the queue and then be somewhat surprised when people get rude and occasionally angry with them. So an important thing to communicate to your students is queuing. Having spoken about buses in Edinburgh, let's now talk about taxes. There are two main types you will see in Edinburgh. There are black cabs and there are private hire taxes. Black cabs can be hailed. That is, you put your arm out 
shout them down and they will stop. That's fine, but they cost more. Private hire taxis need to be pre-booked by phone or by app. We recommend Edinburgh City Private Hire. The telephone number is 0131 555 5555. They are known in Edinburgh as All the Fives. And you can download their app, which is the All the Fives app. Please be aware that taxi drivers are not obliged to take you. The only time we arrange taxis might be on your arrival or departure day, when the payment for the journeys is normally included in the price we charge, and we prepay the taxi journey for you and your students. Now let's talk about trains and trams. There is a main railway station in the city centre of Edinburgh. It's known as Waverley. The trains that run in and out of Edinburgh Waverley are generally not used by people for getting out and about in Edinburgh. Rather, they are for commuters who travel in to Edinburgh from outside of the city. There is a tram line in Edinburgh and it runs through the middle of the city and people do use the tram. The only problem is the tram line isn't very long and tends not to go that close to where the host families are. You can use Lothian bus day tickets. They are valid on the tram. However, they cannot be used to travel to and from the airport. If you're using a bus ticket on the tram, there is no need to stamp it in a machine in a way that would be common in other countries. You might see some coaches on the road. These are used for private hire, not for the general public travelling in and around Edinburgh. It might be useful for you to know that Scottish people call the coaches buses, although strictly speaking, the two things are not quite the same. Now let's talk about walking. It is, of course, the absolute cheapest method of transport, and we include a two-hour guided walking tour as an introduction to Edinburgh in our Celts Language Week offering. The city centre of Edinburgh is comparatively small and we recommend walking as the best way of getting around and seeing the city. Let's now explore your transport options if you wish to travel a little further afield outside of Edinburgh whilst you're here in Scotland. The two bus companies that are best for this are known as Megabus and CityLink. They tend to only link the towns across Scotland. You really need to buy tickets in advance on the internet and they don't really cater for groups. There are train lines in Edinburgh. The main company is Scott Rail. However, there are a few direct routes and the network is not too substantial due to the topography of the land. It would be quite good and could be considered as an option if you wish to travel direct to Glasgow. However, please bear in mind there are frequent cancellations on Sundays for engineering work, and then rail replacement is on offer, which means you turn up at the train station and they put you on a bus. 
If you do find yourself in Glasgow, there is an underground train system or a subway. It only exists in Glasgow. It was opened in 1896 and is the third oldest underground metro system in the world after the London Underground and the Budapest Metro. It was renamed in 1936 to be known as the Glasgow Underground, but despite this, many Glaswegians continued to refer to it as the subway. And so in 2003, the name subway was officially readopted by its operator, a company known as the Strathclyde Partnership for Transport, or SPT for short. If you find yourself in Glasgow and wish to give it a go, we recommend that you just buy a ticket at the station. Of course, you can use private hire coaches to travel around Scotland. These have the advantage that you go where you want, or at least have agreed with the coach company in advance. You can be offered tours with guided commentary. This helps you and your students to learn more and hopefully keep you entertained. Tourist itineraries with visits to different tourist attractions can be arranged, and the use of private hire coaches would be our recommendation for you and your group to explore outside of Edinburgh. We organise both coach day tours and extended tours where you and your students can stay for one or two nights on the edge of the Highlands and see more of the country. More information on using the bus services in Edinburgh can be found on our blog at coolscott-tours.com. If you found this episode useful and wish to hear more, be sure to subscribe to our Celts Language Weeks podcast on Apple's podcast app, iTunes, or whichever method you use to listen to podcasts. In our next episode, I'll be talking about accommodation and the options you and your students have when coming to do a Celts Language Week in Edinburgh or elsewhere in Scotland. Well, that's us for now. If you want to learn more, head over to coolscott-tours.com and take a read of our blog. Or follow our Instagram account at coolscott.tours where we look forward to helping you discover Scotland's warmth. Until next time, as the Scots say, Lang may ye lam